Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Department of Homelander Security, the officially unofficial podcast for the boys on Amazon Prime. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking season three, episode seven, titled Here Comes a Candle to Light You to Bed. Aaron, are you familiar with what the title of this episode is all about? I am, but only because I looked it up. Same. Are here. you? I'm not English. I'm very much not English. And so I did not know that this was kind of a children's nursery rhyme uh, with a dark twist. A lot of them are like that, you know? <laughs> sure. Like London Ring Around the Rosie is yeah. about, about dying of the pox and mm-hmm. uh, little Bonnie Fufu's picking up field mice and bopping them. It's just psychotic shit children are coming up with. How does that happen? How does that I, happen? You know what? It's the adults. There's no way a kid comes up with right? oranges and lemons, says the bells of St. Clemens. There's no way. There's no way that no. kind of sophisticated uh, uh, verbal play. So so the, the point is, at the end of this whole thing, which is talking about all the bells you can hear in London and making Coxney rhyming slangs out of all of them, uh, it says, here comes a candle to light you to bed, and here comes a chopper to chop off your head. Chip, chop, chip, chop, the last man is dead. And I guess... The way you do this is you line up children in a row and they, they're the last persons make a hand bridge and all the kids kind of like, you know, round robin go through that. On that last line, the kids put their hands down and they trap whoever's inside and that they're they're Then they brutally murdered them. Yeah. Like uh, violent and, musical and chairs. This was only outlawed in the UK in 2015. They're still doing it in Wales. Uh, killing children at the end of these things. So it's huh. it's clearly uh, it, it's clearly this is the line before the big thing happens, and the big thing is going to be the finale. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like what do you think is going to? I mean, what what, what do you see the shape of the board uh, going into this final episode? I, I don't know. I mean, I until like the very last scene of this episode, I was thinking, oh well, maybe the chopper is going to chop off Homelander's head, but it doesn't seem like there is a chopper anymore, right? <laughs> I mean, the only choppers are, oh, well, I guess they're butchers. There are butchers out there. They do a lot of chopping. So who knows? Um, but yeah, they, they kind of change up the state of the game in this episode. I think the the address that they find that's that Minnesota address. I looked it up. It's in the middle of nowhere. Um, I'm thinking that that's the safe house they're keeping Ryan at. Sure. And you're going to have a grandfather, father, son chop fest <laughs> hosted okay. by Billy Butcher next episode. Yeah, uh, but we'll 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 see. That's that seems like the way they're going. Poor Ryan. He doesn't deserve any of this. Yeah. And at this point, it's like kind of tough to tell where everybody's allegiances lie. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. This wasn't my favorite episode. I thought stylistically it was a pretty big departure from the boys uh, stuff they've done in the past. I really thought, like. Yeah. The, the flashbacks. I mean, I, we got some really good information on both Black Noir and Butcher's yeah. past um, that I appreciated, but it didn't quite do it for me stylistically. I will say um, I'm also not super into the boys being so split up this season. It feels like we've got, you know, three groups here, which one is Starlight on her own. And then yeah. you got Butcher and, and Huey out there doing their own thing. And then Mother's Milk just came back together with another group that was out there with Frenchie and Kamiko. It 
I don't know. It doesn't feel like the boys are are back in town, which is kind of how I always want this show to feel. Yeah, maybe it feels it feels a little uh, like Empire Strikes Backy, where the yeah. main the, the main group is split up and they've suffered a pretty big you know suffered a series of defeats and they're on the run. And they're trying to turn it all you know t- turn but it all around. Felt to me like a side mission, right? Like, look, we've got this main mission to kill Homelander, but mm-hmm. we've got to humor this soldier boy guy who's going around doing things and dragging us you know across the country looking for his his old enemies. That's felt a little mm-hmm. bit like a side mission to me. Um, yeah, it is a little bit really in this episode with the Mindstorm stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's, 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 it makes sense. It's a quid pro quo. Like uh-huh. uh, star um, soldier boys like, yeah, I'll, uh, I, w- I want you to help me get even with my enemies and I'll help you get even with yours. I mean, now that's all out the window. I think that he knows he's a son, although. Right, right. Soldier boy is a son of a bitch. Sure. The idea that he might vault, you know, that just be fucking with uh, Homelander. And I, I don't think he's fucking with him in terms of uh, him being a son. That seems yeah, I like I think that's true. The 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 show shot it like so we don't un- exactly know what the uh, Mindstorm told him. But I, I think I think that all tracks. I just don't know that Soldier Boy is going to have any kind of normal reaction to fatherhood. Just like Homelander did not last last uh, season. Sure. Yeah. But there's a lot of like abnormal father meditation. Like Billy oh, yeah. Butcher's father was not normal. Uh, mm. Yeah. No, I, I so I, I guess I don't know. I, I really like the father son stuff that they're doing in, in this season. And I'm excited to see what uh, the multi-generational combat's going to look like next episode. At least I think that's what's how I could be egg on my face, but. Yeah. And I suppose you did need to like, reset a little bit after hero gasm right not every episode can be hero gasm uh you need to do a little like work in between and i don't know this one felt like uh, uh, my limit of leg work had been uh, reached you didn't like the animation it seems like yeah, that's yeah, another thing like the flat didn't feel right to me but i don't know he black noir is a weirdo so <laughs> He is a weirdo. It does track with what we know, the little snippets of his personality that we have gotten. The fact uh, I remember last season when he went to wipe out that super terrorist cell and there is a child left there with a stuffed animal and he does a little pantomime to kind of reassure the child. Uh He seems like he uh, the experiences that he went through with Soldier Boy made him regress to where. You know, any morality and sense of self-worth he has is contained into some kind of, I don't know, bizarre Chuck E. Cheese showbiz pizza thing. I, I thought it's like, yeah, it's different. But is it any different than Patton Oswald talking? You know, like th- th- this is this season's <laughs> Patton gills. Oswald being the gills, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, talk talking anthropomorphic eyes gills. So, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it wasn't doing it for me. Uh, hmm. You know, I'm sure next episode will blow my mind as they have in every previous season's finale. Also, probably budget saving. Like they had a pretty intense battle that was really bloody and violent with a lot of moving parts and a lot of special effects. And they did it all with traditional animation. So, oh, oh, I thought you were talking about Herogasm. Like they shot their wad with (laughs) Herogasm. Well, they they did. And which is why they had to, yeah, they had to go get out the uh, Crayola for uh, this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it seems like you were pretty positive on the episode. Uh, yeah, it, I thought it it's a great sense. penultimate episode. It sets okay. the board beautifully for what I think is going to be. But I mean, 
yeah like last but i don't know last last uh, season was a little new hopey you had the death star of stormfront and everybody wanted to see that thing destroyed and it looks like it was and homelander was on the run and this is the empire strikes back season so it's maybe not as much fun to watch because the good guys are doing a bunch of shady shit and getting their asses kicked but uh i don't know uh i guess like I, I don't know. I was expecting something more dramatic than the Darth Vader, I am your father twist uh, from Soldier Oh, Boy. shit. Like, it's literally than, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, my God. Is, yeah. All right. Uh, it, I, I don't know. It, it, yes, it's dramatic, but it's like kind of cliched, too. Uh, I, I was expecting something more thematic to the boys. Like there was this idea that you know you've got this soup who can depower other soups and i'll be a little yeah. disappointed if all they do with that is scare homelander a little bit if if it's just that one day that mave's talking about her third best day in the world where she saw homelander scared i don't know what they're going to do with homelander because the homelander depowered i don't think is super interesting homelander dead is certainly not interesting i mean it's it feels like the culmination of the show but yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm worried about what this I honestly I'm worried every way. Like will Homelander jump the shark if they keep him around because he's such a good foil? Uh will they be able to create a new foil in time? Um I don't know. I think Homelander depowered is the most interesting option. I think it's the most interesting for the boys because they have a conundrum. Do they now kill just a mortal man who can no longer threaten anybody? Uh do does Homelander you know what go to Vought and try and get some compound v to repower uh do they i mean that's the him? thing yeah they just like, showed a way that he could get depowered and come back right sure but would they give it to him like do they want homelander right in that position or would they rather have somebody else i mean there's there's a lot of drama around the idea of a homelander depowered that i think is more interesting than a homelander who has a super super powered father but well you know in response to that I'm not a fan of the comic and I'm not a not a fan. I'm just saying I've not actually read the comics. Uh, right. I might do so once we're done with our coverage of the show because it seems pretty interesting. But when I hear that the title is The Boys and there's all these like you're saying they're cliched to introduce like everybody's everybody's father, you know, like, oh, you know, Homelander is all about his relation. It, it feels like maybe that's intentional. The the, the boys, is, yeah. it feels like this like, oh, it's, uh, it's just the boys, it's the lads. But like, I think it's like maybe uh, a meditation on uh, how young men get fucked up and sure. the different pressures. And like uh, it, it starts to make, make, make me think about like soldier boy, like Vought is trying to always course correct from their latest disaster. So soldier boy is this cruel, amoral, uh, hip- hypocritical fucker. And they know that's a problem, right? And they've lost control of him. So they create a new child in the lab. And we don't know a lot about how Homelander was raised, but we do know that he was, like, given a steady diet. Like, he was a good boy, given a steady diet of heroic things to watch and to aspire to. Mm -hmm. And also a lot of strict cruelty to, like, enforce this rigid code upon him. And, like, any psychiatrist will tell you that the opposite of crazy is crazy. And I think that they... Homelander is the opposite crazy from Soldier Boy, Sure. And that suggests that maybe Ryan, or at least, you know, what, what stability and normalcy that Becca gave would be the synthesis between those two would be the the healthy, integrated superhero that might actually be worth a goddamn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, it's like 
Yeah, I mean, the only way that that would be interesting is to show to jump forward 10, 15 years and have Ryan be a, a new improved Homelander. But I think that's kind of like broad strokes, what they're going or the things that they're exploring. And I think um, yeah. in, in addition to being bloody and fun and all that other stuff, uh, I, I I'm always like it's like I'm always tended to underestimate the boys. And I remember like sure last season the final two episodes really like elevated the boys into something that like god i am this is like one of the shows i'm most excited to see back and i i'm, I'm curious to see if uh if the season three finale kind of gives me those same vibes yeah yeah me too when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, well, why don't we talk in detail about this episode before we get do to it. the finale? Let's do it. All right, we start off with uh, some some clips of Ashley on the Vought News Network trying to spin Starlight's message against her uh, and, and drop in some, some facts that may or may not actually be facts. Like, I don't know, child trafficking. Well, she uh, runs a halfway house for teens, at-risk teens. I mean, that's the suspect, right? Who would right? want uh, Who would want to help those type of people if not for an ulterior motive? It's Nefarious. it's all grooming and the cheese pizza and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, then the legend says that Soldier Boy is just like all the other heroes. He's rotten. Um, he's talking to Huey here, and we find out that Soldier Boy likes the older ladies. Uh, they're like fine wine for him. And Butcher's having it's trouble a finding. Fucker. <laughs> yeah, Butcher's having trouble finding Soldier Boy's other former teammates, specifically Mindstorm. And Huey suggests, "Well, why don't we look for pharmacies that are supplying his bipolar meds? Because it's not super common." Uh, man, I love Paul Reiser. I think the best thing that the boys has done this season is invite Paul Reiser to be a guest star. Because every episode he's in, he's fantastic. This his reaction Soldier boy did for singing what pantyhose did for finger fucking is such a good line yeah his re- just his general reaction like huey running in and being like uh soldier boy says we're out of astroglide yeah. uh yeah it's he's he's yeah he's really really good at being because like the thing is is he is soldier boy without the powers right he wishes he were soldier boy sure i bet he does um but he also is capable of being annoyed by the chaos. I mean, that's the thing of these supers. It's like, even when they're not trying to kill you, it's just, they, they have these extreme personalities and no one can tell them anything because they're too mm-hmm. powerful. Uh, it just really so like, yeah, the, the, the fact that he's just a hassle, he's like the worst roommate, but you can't kick him out. Uh-huh. Uh, he's smoking all your weed. He's banging your cocktail. Your, he's banging your housekeepers two at a time. Yeah. Uh, Super powered a- Fredo is what this guy is. <laughs> oh God, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Uh, there's also a moment here where Butcher compliments Huey for for this idea to search for the prescription meds. I, you know, he's been softening on Huey this whole time, and I feel like this stuff that they do at the beginning of this episode, complimenting him, makes it worse when he decides not to tell Huey how the V24 is affecting them. 
it just goes to show what kind of influence Butcher has. Like they have fully embraced this pseudo brother on both ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and Huey just like, you know, it looks like a, a wilted flower being watered when Butchers gives him an attaboy for, you know, yeah. the heads up playing the lithium. Um, but, you know, and I, that's the thing that's sad because like at the end of this episode, Butcher says, you know, Huey, we have to come up with a new plan as V is killing us. Huey, Huey'd listen to him. Sure. Um, yeah, he's, he's doing the same thing he did. Yeah, they, I mean, the, like I said, I like thematically what they're doing, um, even if I didn't care for it super stylistically, because uh, that Lenny stuff really, like, as soon as he wakes up and does the shit that he does, yeah. you're just like, you learned nothing. God damn it, you learned nothing, man. You just had the most visceral experience you could have in your entire life, and it did not change you. You're a lost yeah. cause. Yeah, but maybe he's learning the wrong lesson. Like the lesson before was, well, he abandoned uh, Lenny to a tough situation without any support. And now he's but and I, I guess if he wasn't killing you, that would that would work because maybe now it's like, well, I can't abandon Huey on the last minute of his quest and leave him to the, you know, clutches of Homelander. But yeah, the idea that like for both of them, the next dose could be the thing, one that kills them is what yeah, changes and, the balance and on butchers that butchers one dose up on him right so i think like he is huey's maybe at two right i think he's two going on three butchers okay. three going on four maybe four going on five actually maybe because it doesn't so do think it twice with uh the, that's the, what i'm saying the gun he, show i think he did it twice before huey discovered that he was doing it or maybe Huey discovered him on the second one either way yeah, yeah. they're both in the red line does this does this show survive without Butcher? I don't know, man. He's, he's like kind of the linchpin 60% for me. Percent of why I watch this show uh, is Anthony Starr yep. and it's uh, 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 fuckface uh, Aowen uh, Aomer. Uh, why can't I think of this guy's name? Butcher's uh, dad? No, Butcher. Butcher himself. Oh, okay, not not the, the Judge Dredd. Who plays this guy? Carl His Urban. Name Carl Urban. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, those those two guys like if that's what I'm saying like what, if this without Billy Butcher and without Homelander I don't know what the show is yeah and I think we're gonna find I mean to me Homelander's death would be the end of the series it would be the 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 crowning achievement but I'm also in a point in season four wait season three where I, I don't also see how they get like another season or two with Homelander in the picture right yeah I don't know because like you kill Homelander I mean Vought's still out there doing their shit right so and they can always create another Homelander so but it's not an instantaneous process right because like right like there's something about yeah. well I don't know with the temp V because like the um and the fact that uh I always thought that you had to get V at a young age for it to to be fully effective mm-hmm. um maybe not because the other thing is uh it seemed like when they gave it to Kamiko, it had the exact same effect and she's going to have the exact same powers and yeah. no worse for wear. So I don't maybe know if they could because she already had like this genetic, uh, let's say genetic preparation right. when she was younger or right. if that it would blew be the, the case for anybody, but it blew the V out of her, but the like lattice work of the V was still, still, still there. <laughs> Something who knows, but it's all, yeah, it's pseudoscience. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Well, we'll see. I, I, I would be interested to see if they try to keep this series alive beyond Homelander. But you're right. Like to me, it's Butcher and Homelander is like the number one 
and two reasons to watch the show. I guess the other thing would be like maybe Homelander is the mini boss and then Stan Edgar is the boss. Yeah. Because like killing Stan Edgar, I think would be that's that's putting a stake in the heart of Vought, right? I don't think uh-huh. Vought recovers. I don't think Ashley can run Vought. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, right. Not yeah, because like it, that, that's another point. Like at the top, you have to have someone smart or sane or the whole thing doesn't work. You can have yeah. a whole bunch of lieutenants yeah. running around gibbering, throw, flinging shit. But the person at the out. top orchestra yeah tearing, the person that's top orchestrating it has to be relatively sane or just it's not going to work yeah okay homelander goes to mave's cell to ask where butcher and soldier boy are hiding he tells mave that we're going to we're going around uh or sorry not we they the boys are going around depowering supers and thinks like mave's going to react negatively to that but she doesn't she's like yeah i don't want to be one anyway and he tells her okay that's fine but I'm going to harvest your eggs and make super babies later. It's it's, it's very, yeah. very, very oh, narrow definition scene. of forcing himself on her. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, harvesting, ha- harvesting your eggs, energetic material. No, no biggie. And this is a scene where Maeve says this is the third best day of my life or one of the top three because I got to see you scared, uh, which, yeah, that's something we never see. And it's, I, I like the fact that like her first clue is him wearing concealer. Yeah. You know, he's trying to hide a black what? guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which shows, you know, why would he care? Well, I mean, because he's trying to lie to the public, right? Uh-huh. Why is he lying to the public? Because he's it's it's an interest because yeah like why if 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 uh he was on the up and up you just show up and like, yeah it's uh how to fight a soldier boy it's a fight of my life everyone should be afraid but we're gonna handle it right. um I fought him three on one they didn't kill me so i've often wondered like what's the appropriate official response to a truly existential threat like you know if if, if like an asteroid yeah. was coming in a week and we missed it and there is no way to dodge it and it's going to wipe out half the earth like what is the appropriate thing to tell the world You want him to tell you the truth, right? Of course, but, of course. Yeah, yeah. But, but that is might that to make the last week of your life a hell for some people? For a lot, probably a lot of people. To be honest, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I, yeah. Oh, it might be beautiful. Everybody comes together at the at the end. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, there are the half of the people who lose their mind and go out there and do all sorts of terrible things, and the other half of the people who are preyed on by those people. Uh. And, and there will be everything in between too, but yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. And I, that's the thing. It's like whichever way it goes, because like who knows, maybe 99 percent of the people just join hands and sing "Kumbaya." Uh, we're robbed of the choice party. either way. Like if 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 they if they don't tell you the truth, you're who knows? Like maybe 99 percent of us will turn into fucking Mad Max, uh, the Purge type of shit. Or but but we'll never know because they would they would lie to us, right? I'd go up on the the tallest tower in the city I live in and have a rooftop party. Uh, yeah, the Independence Day approach, sure. Uh huh. I finally use my Nintendo Switch the way Nintendo intended me to at rooftop parties. <laughs> that's a, that's a very niche video gamer joke, but hopefully some yeah. people got it. Anyway, Kamiko and Frenchie show up at MM's place to help, but they are not in great shape. Uh, I forget exactly what happened with Frenchie last episode. He went on a bender, right? Yeah, and he's just been through a lot, and uh, he is going back to, I, I think maybe uh, little Nina got him started, 
but uh-huh. he's continuing the role just because he just can't deal. Yeah. Um, I also course, thought that been this depowered and beat up. I also thought this is um, a subtle dig at Homelander dismantling the Vought security analysis department. Uh, because holy shit, Butcher and everybody's just they're, just they're just hanging out at Mother's Milk's apartment. Uh-huh. Like if if he just cracks a phone book and looks at like Butcher's known associates and visits like four or five apartments, he's got him dead to rights. But right. he's too stupid, lazy, and the people that <laughs> would have been in their job to do, he's fired them all. So he can do nothing but threaten Maeve with, uh, you know, toothless threats about uh, revealing their their location. It doesn't. And the legend. Wonder. Holy shit! The legend. Like you don't have yeah. the the known. You're not going to check that. Like it's, it's just. I, I thought it was. Um, any other show, I'd say it's bad writing. But Homelander is this stupid obtuse and has destroyed mm-hmm. his 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 crime you know, uh, uh, identification systems. I thought it was more of a explicit, like, yeah, he's done fucked up. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, butcher's crew tracks Mindstorm to his cabin where soldier boy tells them not to look into his eyes for reasons. Um, and Huey finds out that soldier boy has PTSD and butchers helping himself medicate with bag loads of weed, trash bags full of weed. Uh, and then they both shoot up V24 again. Yeah, and there's an explicit parallel between self-medicating and the the temp V. Yeah. I, I like the sweet Tarantino trunk angle. Mm-hmm. Always love it. Always love it when the protagonists are open a trunk and talking about the dangerous mission uh, from the trunk's yeah. POV as they're suiting up and getting ready. Uh, do you, what is the joke about parking two miles away, though? Was this, a, was this just a commentary on how remote uh, Mindstorm's cabin is, or I di- I didn't get it because they're like, oh, we're two miles due east, and Hugh and uh, Butcher's like, we couldn't have parked closer. Was he driving? A- and he's the teleporting guy, so maybe he didn't didn't consider like how far away they are because he knew he just. Teleported. I don't know. It could just be Butcher being Butcher and saying yeah. some stupid shit just to antagonize Huey. But I like. I was waiting for it to pay off and it never kind of did it. It, it, it yeah. made it maybe just an excuse to like, well, how could they plausibly get Mindstorm far enough away from yeah. soldier boy? Who's presumably could run at super speed to where it would be a minute or two before he could get back to their location. Right. Even if you're running at 45, 50 miles an hour, it's still going to take you a couple minutes to cover that ground. Yeah, that makes sense. It's probably mm-hmm. why they did it. And then we go to Black Noir hiding out in an abandoned restaurant where animated animals tell him that they're going to help him through his trauma uh, and he can't hide from Soldier Boy forever. Do you, do you know who the voice of Buster Beaver is? God, it sounds so familiar, but no. I actually thought it might be Patton Oswalt doing a little bit brighter. Like, they're just like, oh, they'll, they'll call him back for two voiceovers in a row. It's this guy named Eric Bauza, who is a pretty prolific. Like, he does the current Daffy Duck, Bugs Bunny, Tweety Bird. Huh. Uh, okay. He's done a bunch of uh, other characters that I recognize from, like, Fairly Odd Parents and stuff. I didn't write him down. Um, but no, he's just a, a really talented and prolific uh, Canadian voice actor. There are modern day Daffy Duck, Tweety Bird. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mel Blanc died, dude. They got a... Oh, no, I mean, no, they, they just did they just Space Jam. Space Jam 2. Oh, you're right. You're right. And they, they still they still trot them out for commercials and shorts and stuff, I think. Okay. But, okay. yeah, you got to have somebody doing it. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about Space Jam 2, but, boy, I haven't seen a Looney Tunes thing in a long time. So, 
this is a sad commentary on the state of black noir um uh-huh. it seemed like this is some kind of ritual he's done before this is like miss havisham's showbiz pizza it's all cobwebbed and decrepit and there's a plate and a setting like a birthday party kind of thing and it seems like whenever he gets down in his feelings he comes there opens up a can of beans for his imaginary friends to eat because there's like the detritus of all this stuff that's happened before and it yeah, looks yeah. like he's done it several times um but yeah this is cuckoo shit man like <laughs> oh yeah multiple times the episode they also like pull away to remind us that this is not happening anywhere but between this guy's mm-hmm. two burnt up mangled ears uh yeah, I, I thought it was really fun and effective okay uh yeah i mean to each their own sure uh, it it certainly can be i don't know that i needed the pull away shots where they showed that he's just imagining this like when I see characters seeing like real life characters seeing animated characters, I'm like, oh, their mind has been fried. Yeah, especially in this kind of show. Like, this isn't Roger Rabbit. I I, I do think when they did that, it was supposed to be a laugh. But I huh. I don't know. There, that, there's a like tonal, little tonal jarring to this stuff because it's like really traumatic stuff. But yeah, every once in a while, they're like, huh, look, that's how I interpret it. They're pulling back to show us it's not real. I don't think we needed a reminder. So it must be kind of like, isn't that funny? Or like, look yeah. how deluded this guy is. Or just even extra dark. Like you just see this dude sitting in a restaurant that's totally empty, totally silent, just looking at the wall. I, I mean, yeah, there, there's a, a darkness and a, uh, I don't know. A, it's kind of scary seeing that. It makes me wonder the mechanism of like, how is he remembering these things that he hasn't been able to remember before? Is it just through an effort of will? Is it, is this a form of like family dynamics, therapy, internal family dynamics therapy? Is this, the, the 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 one kind of dark twist I've got to this is this Stan Agger somehow putting Black Noir up to this, manipulating him somehow, and having this new revelation that's not true. Because like I I don't understand like why hanging out a showbiz pizza an abandoned showbiz pizza would allow you to unlock mm. previously repressed memories, or maybe I'm overthinking because it it's the fucking boys and not like Mad Men. <laughs> Yeah, or maybe I maybe I'm not familiar enough with what's come before this, but are they necessarily repressed memories or is this just something he's Well, the that he carries Bucky Beaver him? says as much. He's like, "I know this is rough and you haven't you you you've been I forget how he said like you've been fighting or you've been you've been resisting thinking about it. Maybe it's stuff that he's known oh, all along okay. and he's just intentionally not dwelled on it because Ignored he's it, got yeah. somehow he's turned like his rage and uh, betrayal for Vought into like almost worship of uh, Homelander and Vought and Stan Edgar. So yeah, maybe the return of, and that's the other thing that Bucky Beaver said. It's like, you knew when you betrayed him to the Russians that he would one day be back. So maybe this is triggering the ruminations. I don't know. Uh, yeah. We're, we're going to see a lot more of this, animation as we get deeper into the episode um have a little more to talk about but sure let's keep going here uh soldier boy is exhibiting signs of paranoia he's like did you say something nope nope said nothing uh and butcher's brain is apparently leaking from the v24 uh they walk into mindstorm's booby trap uh which ends up trapping butcher in one of his memories and soldier boy says they have to keep going they leave butcher behind 
yeah, he's trapped in an endless nightmare. They describe it of of this uh, situation with his mom and his dad and his his brother Lenny. Mm-hmm. I, I I I meant to point this out last week because Huey had his brains leaking out. I I didn't like he because he had the scene where he like checked his ear and there was stuff in it. I I thought that that was some kind of blood or gore that he had sustained from the battle that he was in or from the uh, situation. Yeah, yeah. But it seems like no, this is a side effect of the V. I don't know what exactly it is, but it's uh it's gross. It's black it's never oil. Good. Just just, you know, a heads up for people out there. It's never good when you start bleeding out of the ears. Yeah. Especially when your blood is of, yeah, I'm healthy and black, black tar. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's not good too. Yeah, any if black black stuff is coming out of any of your orifices, you should uh-huh. probably get it checked out. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So let's get to this uh, hallucination or this walk through memory lane. Um, Butcher is protecting his younger brother from his abusive father in this nightmare memory he's trapped in, and we don't see exactly why it's a nightmare memory until later in the episode, but it starts off pretty bad. You got you got his brother yeah. Lenny. I think this is the scene where he's hiding in the closet uh, from their dad, who has come home very probably pissed, probably angry, uh, and Butcher gets his attention so that he won't find Lenny. Yeah, and takes a beating I, for it. I did like the heartwarming thing that they were doing before the really traumatic shit started. Was uh, he's teaching his brother like uh, three card Bonnie? Sure. Like how, how, how to hustle how to hustle on the street right <laughs> yeah yeah and, and i i like this stuff again stylistically i was like man they're hmm okay these flashback things i guess i'll go with it uh i've seen it in other shows and liked it i just haven't seen it much in this show but that's fine gotcha uh we, we go back to mm's house where frenchie is just in too deep on weed pain uh, recovering from his bender and lack of sleep and NM's trying to keep him upright while Starlight shares a first drink well Kamiko's first drink uh, with her and Kamiko asks her to help her get her powers back with some permanent V from Vought and she's reluctant but she has this message which we don't get to see exactly what it says here but we will later uh, when they also pretty much convinces Starlight to do it they also had this because, like, if you've forgotten, um, Frenchie's an expert in all like drugs, and I think especially mm-hmm. like weaponizing them, uh, aerosoling them. And they thought that this was halothane, which is a powerful anesthetizing agent, a gas. And Frenchie realizes that it's not like so. It's not that Mother's Milk was on the wrong track of incapacitating uh, Soldier Boy because we had that question like, well, how? The, it's yeah, he's yeah. using the wrong substance. So even even three sheets to the wind, Frenchie is still a very talented uh, 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 pharma, pharmacolog- pharmacological chemist, and mm-hmm. he's going to by the end of this episode uh, figure crack, crack the case. Yeah. Uh, Soldier Boy tells Huey to get hard, and Huey tries to call him out about not being the hero he pretends to be, but he just gets punched punched in the jaw for his trouble. Uh, it was kind of there's a pretty violent punch, and it's out of nowhere, which I don't know. I I, I like the characterization they're doing with Soldier Boy in these little moments, you know. Um, of of course, like him banging housemaids two at a time is characterization. But I feel like these are the more effective moments where he just lashes out uh, to get his way. 
without really silencing prov- provocation right he's like the provocation is about to begin and he realizes it so he just punches him yeah the provocation is saying well you're a liar you're actually all this pep talk stuff is bullshit and he he, he mm-hmm. whops him for it I, it made me think like <laughs> is it really true that he didn't have any part in like world war ii or any actual heroic part and if so why not why wouldn't thought put him on the front lines yeah it doesn't like, seem like he could be killed <laughs> that's the thing cowardly superheroes who are very basically invincible as far as we can tell seem kind of ridiculous I, I don't know why they would be so cowardly if they truly felt that they were as powerful as they are yeah yeah well we've we've certainly seen some some uh shocking displays of cowardice in our day uh, from people who were for way powerful, seemingly powerful enough to stop an evil act. Um, sure, sure. I just thought as it says, my first reaction is like, well, maybe Paul Reiser was bullshitting us, but I don't think that's. Uh, I think this is he's literally the perversion of everything Captain America is. You know, uh-huh. uh, Captain America's true blue hero actually did fight the Nazis. Uh, was you know was was elevated after already being a quality human being. Um, and Soldier Boy is just the, the inverse of all of that. Yeah, seems like it. All right, the Deep delivers the good news to his wife that he's going to be on some shitty talk show with a romantic encounter. He's he's laid out uh, flower petals and the whole nine yards, romantic music. And he also says he wants to spice things up in the bedroom by introducing a third partner to their sex life, which is his pet octopus. And you know you gotta give it to her she she gives it a shot she just can't go through with it uh they argue and then she leaves him to manage his own career for a while yeah this is the uh aftershocks of hero gasm uh-huh. get to see some octo sucking uh some uh <laughs> some some borderline hentai shit happen no this is just full I mean, this on. Is a third time this is the third yeah. time this season he's fucked an octopus it's true he's really got a thing for mollus mm-hmm uh, so do you? Uh, we didn't get to see the fallout from this, but uh, she says she's not going to help him with his PR anymore. He yeah. has gotten to the peak delusion stage where he doesn't think he fucking needs it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm predicting that we're going to open up next episode with like an epic flame out fail of an interview where he just. But sure. I, I don't know what that would even. Maybe that's the point they're going to make that he is going to have that and people love it anyway. Because I have uh-huh. and I have seen many times in the last decade things like, well, there's no fucking way they're coming back from this. And once it goes through the spin wash machine, it comes out like that's either not important or it gets ignored or it's it. So, like, maybe that will be the, the final dark political joke that they play that, like, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't yeah. even really matter to a certain extent. The crazy shit you say. Yeah. All that matters is the money and influence that you have. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But we're going to find out. We're going to find out how well he does without her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Black Noir, we're back to him and his animated friends putting on a play of him getting his ass kicked by Soldier Boy over a movie part that he didn't get. Beverly um, Hills Cop. Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> I mean, m- maybe. Okay. I, I, I don't want to side a Soldier Boy. Maybe uh-huh. Black Noir can be funny. Can he be as funny as Eddie Murphy at the height of his powers, though? Uh, this is arrogance. He needed to be stopped. I agree. I agree. I don't think <laughs> he has a uh, Ice Cube chance in hell 
of getting that part, regardless of whether or not he wants it. I don't know. Maybe maybe we got robbed of uh, comedic talent when they shot him full of Z, uh, uh, V. But uh, yeah, boy, he gives he beats the holy hell out of Black Noir in this scene, and it's not even close yes. to the beating he gets later in the episode. Oh. And then you also see why the the team the, the payback why they fucking hated this guy because yeah. uh if if black noir is one of the strongest of the the members and it seems like he is like you can only imagine the petty shit he did i mean he's beating the shit out of gunpowder mm-hmm. um so it seems like yeah like there's more evidence that like the sexual side of the abuse was kind of fabricated but 100 percent soldier boy abused the kid um sure yeah, yeah, but I look, I, yeah, I look at all the stuff that Homelander has done to his crew, and I just transfer that over, right? Like, Soldier Boy isn't a better guy than Homelander. <sighs> Homelander might be slightly better than Soldier Boy, though. I, I don't <laughs> know. Like <laughs> I said, it's like maybe he get, he'll get there, but like, I, uh, yeah, it seems like uh, Homelander manipulates and intimidates and threatens more than just like beats the shit out of you for for looking at him wrong. Yeah, no, it's 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 a trade off, right? I mean, I think Homelander is more powerful or certainly was more powerful than yes. Soldier Boy before he got his depowering powers. Yeah, um, but also he's he can be manipulated. You know, he can be controlled in a way that I don't think Soldier Boy can because Soldier Boy doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned the depowering because like that's something that I don't think about um, until the show makes me but like it's implied that the Russians did that to him. Uh-huh. So they did it once they could do it again. That might be a hook for season four. If sure. Butcher like uh, rejects the power of compound V for the anti V they're able to get that so they can depower. Cause that's the, you know, Butcher says they've all got to go. So mm-hmm. does the end of this series is a map is, is a reset map where no one has superpowers. Could be, could be. I don't know. Let's see where it goes. All right. Butcher's living more memories of himself beating people uh, and then accidentally hitting Lenny. And his father rewards him for beating uh, his school teacher, his principal. I don't know what they call it over there. Um, the headmaster. Yeah. And then the older <laughs> Butcher tells him, uh, tells Lenny like, uh, or tries to tell Lenny like, or himself, no, don't do this. You know, don't go down this road. But uh, he can't communicate with himself. It's fucked up because what triggers Billy is the headmaster saying you're going to end up like your father. And then he immediately behaves like his father. Yeah. And then there's his father to sweep in and give him his first beer, his first, you know, uh, on the above the board uh, beer and talks him about how proud he is for you know, learning a tough lesson. So it's like, it's a double whammy. It's a triple whammy. Yeah. It's like a, a real mind fuck for a 16, 17 year old kid to go through. Yeah. The, the positive reinforcement, the negative reinforcement, it's all there. It's all fucking him up. The, the, the thing he desperately doesn't want to be, he's becoming. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, like I said, I, I think some of that stuff is done really well. Mm-hmm. So then soldier boy and Huey run across a priest and a nun with a broken down car. Uh, Soldier Boy ends up shooting them both to death, which is probably not the right call. It's it's tough to say here, but they continue on. Like I, 
what was the vibe of this scene? I couldn't quite get a handle on this one. Like I, I thought Soldier jumps Boy up and starts yeah. biting Huey. I'm like, wait, a he's super powered. So would this even hurt if she wasn't super powered? And B like she might be super powered and this might have been a ploy, but why? And how does it connect to Mindstorm? I I don't know. I think I think Mindstorm mentally took I, I think you're supposed to understand that Mindstorm mentally took control over them and was using them to lure them in a trap and kill them. But your point to okay. what end is well taken because like neither one of these people had any kind of ability to threaten either Soldier Boy or Huey at present. So is so, he just freaking out because some crazy lady jumped on him? Yeah, I think he would. Um, <laughs> sure, okay. So it doesn't actually but the hurt. Other, the other other thing, well, that's the other thing. Is like I think that supers can be hurt. It's just on a different scale. Like that might feel like the way uh, if, if a grown woman jumped on your throat and chewed on it and like, uh-huh. like she's trying to kill you, that'd be very painful. Maybe it feels like a bee sting to him, but it's still noxious. You know, is it still something you don't want to continue? The other, the other, the other thing, Kimiko the other theory, describes Frenchie's noodle arms makes me think that true. A, a bite from a normal human would not do much. But okay. true, this is true. Um, the other darker explanation is Soldier Boy's jump of the gun, and this was the nun's like flight or fight response. Like, uh-huh. flip the coin and hand it on flight, and she just went berserk and tried like she's going to die anyway because these guys got guns and they just killed the father. Mm-hmm. I'm 50 50 on it myself. I don't know which is if yeah. these are is this an authentic Mindstorm plot or Soldier Boy jumping the gun. That's what I mean. I couldn't quite get a handle on the scene, um, but it was still fun regardless. <laughs> Huey's trying to cross himself, but <laughs> oh, does he? I missed it. <laughs> I think yeah. It's like it was kind of like a combination of like wiping blood off of him and crossing himself, and him being way too. I don't know, Protestant or atheist and to pull it off, but it's just, it's just a mess. It's just a fucking nice. mess. All right. Starlight's uh, starlight and Homelander both continue their smear campaigns against each other. Her on social media, him at a rally um, where Homelander's speech is going pretty well until he thinks he sees soldier boy in the audience and panics. And he goes out to a barn where he drinks the milk. I, I want to say directly from a cow, but it's, cow to bucket to to homelander i thought he was gonna go right from the nipple too right if i hadn't seen this shot in the trailer no and and seen the bucket i would have thought that too but but uh he's he's drinking out of a bucket yeah uh newman catches him and tells him to get his shit together and offers him a favor in return for it which this is another one of those we don't know what the favor is right there's a piece of paper he sees it and it shocks him but we don't know what it is you know, I was I I've always thought that they when they were going for the Homelander being obsessed with milk that they were it's obviously there was some mommy issues here, um, mm-hmm. but also I thought they were trying to imply this like um, this obscure kind of like white nationalist. They have all these ways to signal to themselves, but one of it is like drinking a glass of milk uh, because it's white, and I guess it's it's a it's it's some kind of hidden barb aimed at Asians who on average are more lactose intolerant than Europeans. It's, it's crazy mm-hmm. shit. But I think it's like, you remember when he was having the Smeagol Gollum discussion with himself in a mirror, he talks about like, once you eliminate all your flaws, you'll be perfect. Like marble. Yeah. I, I think it goes deeper than just a racial component. I think that he in, embodies this kind of like white equals perfection, flawless, clean 
and like milk right out of the tap is like not contaminated and pure and perfect. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's not a racial component <laughs> to Homelander's craziness or, or a mommy I think, issue. Yeah. I think when you dig deep, it's like, he just wants to be perfect and flawless yeah. and, and, mm-hmm. and clean. And, like uh, yeah, I think that's what they're going with this. Um, anyway, that was my, my little analysis. Yeah, um, makes sense. Victoria Newman, the paper she gives him. Yeah. What is it? This this is the address, the Minnesota address. Okay. And I was yeah. just saying, like, because I, I, I don't I don't think you did you have any theories about what that was or were you on the like, this is probably Ryan's camp. No, I, in the moment, I had no idea. Gotcha. Uh, OK. But yeah, it, may, it makes a, a hell of a lot of sense there if it's Ryan's address. Victoria uh, Newman and a Homelander team up. That's kind of been pointing that direction. Boy, it seems like it's the classic uh, frog and scorpion situation for kind of both of them. Sure. Sure. But I guess it's they're both dangerous people. But I I really want to know, can she threaten Homelander physically? I wanted to see her attempt it in this scene to fight back. I've been thinking about that, too. Would it would that feel super anticlimactic if at some point she just blows his head up? It turns out she could have done it all the time. She exploded his head in this scene. Of course. But, but it's not obvious why she can't, because she can do it right. to Starlight, who certainly not on the same league of Homelander, but in that neighborhood and did it mm-hmm. casually, just with like uh, with, without any strain at all, popped her blood vessel in her nose. So, yeah, you don't have to explode his head. You just be effective. That's the thing. You don't even have to explode his head. You just have to, like, tear open an artery in his brain for mm-hmm. long enough for him to bleed out, you know? Yeah. I mean, the guy who's already scared because he might not be the most powerful soup on the block uh yeah right. yeah that'd be pretty effective but she doesn't go for that she uses, he doesn't uh, seem he's like he's very, instead of the stick and he doesn't seem like he's very threatened by it i will say that i don't know if he's got inside information about her powers and the relative to his but uh he's he feels like yeah. he's unpoppable mm-hmm. all right a train wakes up and ashley gives him a story to tell the press about what happened at herogasm also tells him uh they gave him blue hawk's heart I guess. And they've got his next movie lined up for him, which is about as white a movie as I could possibly imagine. It's written by Julian fellows. Hopefully they say, uh, and it stars oh Tom God. Hanks as the track coach who spots the talented running star, uh, and ushers him into stardom. I saw how Baron Fellows dealt with turn of the century racism in New York City. Yeah, on the, what is it, the Gilded Age? Uh, it wasn't mm-hmm. great. And the whole like, oh, you're a, you know, you're a, you're, you're out there slinging the yay. And then, then the, the, your, your coach played by Tom Hanks shows you a more or less savage way when, yep. I mean, this is like, this is where like this is so fucking multidimensionally uh, offensive that I almost wonder if it's even still appropriate, like to put a racist super cops heart in a black man and then say you're going to sell his story that of his brother, you know, training him and doing all this and turn it and, and whitewash all that and give him a drug back like. Like I said, I get the satire and all that stuff, but sometimes you can, you can, it can be too much where it's like, doesn't even feel like it's from a good place anymore. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. And, and I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like I guess I said, I'm not the one to make that judgment, but like, whoo, they are flying pretty close to the race of sun right here. Pose oh, yeah. law. 
Poe, like we've talked about Poe's law. This is where shit like this is, is where you start to, you know, I, 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 I can't tell the difference between two pictures kind of business. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that this comes off the, the back of the scene where Homelander is, you know, giving his speech, which is just the worst. Right. Um, right. And, and is so, so it's not even close to real life. This is, this is shit that people were and are actually saying about other people in our real world. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's fucked but up. it does solve a train's health problems. Yeah. Uh, he might be able to run now. He's got no more heart disease cause he doesn't have his old stinky heart. Yeah. Will there be complications? I don't know. I don't know. We'll be, there definitely is going to be a mental and psychological implications. And I wonder, I, I could, I could use a plot more of him and his brother next season. Yeah. Um, because they both have a form of healing to do. You know, his brother's going to have to learn how to live as a paraplegic and uh, A-Train's going to have to just have to learn how to live with himself yeah. and, and what he's done and, and what he's a part of. Yeah, we'll see if his if his black body rejects a white man's heart. <laughs> I'm sure they'll have some not a of, white man's some heart. Insightful. Well, yeah, it's is a white yeah, man's heart. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, a blue hawk was the white man. Uh, yeah. He's dead now. We're all safe. <laughs> the the only other more racist heart he could possibly get would be Hopelanders. But uh, all right, Frenchie figures out that it was a Russian nerve agent that knocked out Soldier Boy in the lab footage they have of him. Uh, MMC is a Facebook post of his daughter's new dad with her, Todd, uh, at the Homelander event and storms out the door. Kamiko like asks Frenchie to dance so she can deliver the bad news that she's going to get her powers back and then has him read this message that she showed Annie, um, which is sweet and very convincing on why I think Kamiko should get her powers back because she wants them back now. This is her choice and she mm-hmm. wants to protect the people she loves. I, th- I think it was it was very touching. It's touching, but it's also like how many shows have we watched for the theme of no matter how powerful you are, you I mean, this is fucking the Incredibles. Like no matter how powerful you are, it's not a guarantee that you can save and protect everyone you love. And nor is that really your job. Um, This is played as a heartwarming thing, but I wonder if it's going to in typical boys fashion be something really, really awful. Yeah, it could. I mean, she's getting back into a fight that is very dangerous. And yeah. it might get her or Frenchie inadvertently killed. It, it does seem like that they are going for a pretty, a, a pretty strong statement of like, it isn't V that does it because Starlight has been portrayed. Maeve has been portrayed as a person who is largely uncorrupted um, and just wants to, you know, do, do good or be a normal person. So overall, I think the, the thesis of the V makes you evil is shaky, but mm-hmm it would be like the boys to make Kamiko the exception to prove the rule. Okay. I think Kamiko's going evil. Could, could, I don't know. I'm, I'm just wondering, I'm just saying that like, uh, the boys do a lot of turning Shinola into shit. Sure. So. Hey, we'll see. Um, yeah, I, we've kind of haven't talked much about the MM stuff because it started like a few scenes ago with Homelander's speech, but uh, we'll get to that here in a bit. Uh, The other thing is like, are they going to go back to Russia? Like, do they actually need to go back to Russia again to get this nerve agent to help knock out soldier boy? And can they do enough time? time? Like, Yeah. yeah, I don't think so. 
unless unless they end in a big cliffhanger and they're going to resolve this in season four, uh, sure. which they could do. That's not been the boys' style. Usually, they come to a natural c- conclusion through the action and then set up the threats for the next season. Um, yeah. But there's nothing to say. That, I mean, that's only a two season history to go on. So there's nothing to say they couldn't. I like that format better. Um, I don't. Like I do to too. Be left with a lot of cliffhangers about what's going to happen. Um, those are the yeah. worst. Kind, I, I, I like the action being over and the the suspense being what now what you know yeah. how are people going to react what are people going to do with the new state of the board mm-hmm. I yeah that that old school tied up on a taint train tracks with the train coming <laughs> yeah kind of played out with the Dudley Do Right era which was <laughs> before my time so. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to Annie sneaking into Vought and getting Compound V. And she also sees the side effects associated with V24, the temp stuff. Which is yeah, cause for alarm. They seem pretty bad. Yeah, they're talking about lesions, and uh, I think that that black oil was part of it. And uh, But yeah, bottom line, they underlined it for us. Lethal after three to five doses. Yep. Then Black Noir sees more animatics of himself being approached by Stan Edgar to betray Soldier Boy in Nicaragua and agreeing to do it. The whole team takes him down. Soldier Boy uh, beats Black Noir viciously during that. And then his animated friends tell Black Noir, you need to go face Soldier Boy. Feel the fear Um, and do it anyway. It's great, great, great life advice, honestly. Sure. They beat Black Noir's brains out. Yeah, yeah, they really do. Is that why he like they should they explain this physical scarring by him being his face being held down on a burning Jeep? It's not clear to me why he doesn't just heal perfectly like Kamiko does when she gets her, mm. you know, compound V. Um, but they, are they also explaining his mental damage? Because he's so why he doesn't talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like his brains literally are beat back out of his head. He scooped them in as best he could. It just it just healed wrong. I think so. Yeah pretty grim shit yeah it is um like i i don't know i guess you can live without certain portions of your brain it's just it, typically when they take out those portions that are are bad but you can still live without they don't do it with a pointed shield sure and several several bashes to the head sure uh, so he got lucky here i'd say yeah, but also like when we're talking about those traumatic head injuries where people's, you know, like, you know, take a railroad track to tie through mm-hmm. the brain or they get a lobotomy or something. It does tend to change their personalities and not usually for the better, you know, sure. <laughs> non contrastate you, you remove pe- part, por- portions of people's brains, changes them. Oh, yeah. That whole thing about like, oh, the human b- brain is only in 10% use is complete bullshit. You use 100% right. of your brain for various <laughs> yeah. functions all the time, all the time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I don't suggest anybody go pull out 90% of their brain. So it's not just a useless 90% of your brain you just uh, take <laughs> <Right>. out. <laughs> I also love the way they picture Stan Edgar as this like nut eating chipmunk or whatever he is. I can't I can tell exactly what I think it's me. I think he was credited as a meerkat. Oh, is he? Okay. All right. Yeah. He's just like so cute, so lovable, but you know, he's sinister. And and uh, not giving a fuck about uh, Black Noir's peanut allergy or yeah, almond allergy why? or forget. Yeah. Uh, I just such an it's, asshole about it. He just is everything about it is provocative, man. It's how he keeps these soups on under his thumb. I don't know how he backs okay. that shit up. That's the other question I've still got. Burning question I've had since the beginning of last season. I think it was maybe Stan Edgar who blew his shot at being uh, the Eddie Murphy 
Axel Foley stand in. That's entirely possible. Mm-hmm. Just like Stan Egger is behind the betrayal of Soldier Boy. It could be a lot of Soldier Boys fucking with his team was on the orders of Vought. Because, uh, like, you know, like, that's the other thing. It's like, it seemed like for whatever reason, Stan didn't want Black Noir to take his mask off and yeah. have a public life. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I don't know either. Probably something to do with racism. Not uh-huh. wanting the black man on the team. But uh, they haven't come out. And then what's, what's that's really fucked up coming from Stan Edgar, right? Right, right. Or maybe he does want the black man on the team, but he knows the public doesn't. And so right. he's trying this to hide his. his identity so he can be on the team. I, who knows? I, I, he's yeah. still kind of a mystery to me, Stan. I, I would like to yes. know a lot more about him. And he's been yes, sidelined he this whole season. I Maybe that's what I'm not feeling about this season is Stan Edgar. Where is he? Yeah, I have a couple of good scenes with Homelander, but that was it. I've missed Edgar, too. And that's kind of like his his whole sum of last season, too. It's like he's just sitting there. Sitting there in the wings and, you know, he's going to do something cool. Here's waiting. Mm hmm. All right. M.M. confronts Todd about the Homelander rally that he took his daughter to. And they argue about Homelander's lies. And then Todd goes too far with his words. And M.M. punches him right in front of his daughter. Uh, I thought M.M. handled this remarkably well up until the punch. And, right and maybe up. even past the punch, honestly. <laughs> like, this guy, had, the fucking, the shit that he pulled, like, saying, oh, she needs a father. Like, that that was a, a line. You can't fucking cross, Todd, and you should have known. But right up until that, I was like, wow. Okay, he's threading a fucking needle here that I'm... I don't know that I could thread for sure. Look, I've got some experience co-parenting with someone who has diametrically opposing views to me. (laughs) Right. And I got to say, I was too impressed by the way Mother's Milk was keeping this like, you know, not about the thing, but about the daughter and about his wishes and the safety and all that kind of stuff and, and, and being assertive. But you can't punch the stepdad out that yeah. traumatizes daughter like it's showing that like you know if you if you're wanting to draw a contrast between lifestyles and then you end up being a violent uh, idiot in your, mm-hmm. in the uh, view of your child you're just hamstringing yourself and I, the thing right. the thing is is like mother's milk doesn't think he did the right thing you can tell oh no that he sure. regrets but yeah he just can't yeah co-parenting in those situations is hard <laughs> you kind of have to do it perfectly all the time no and- no no pressure the thing that's aggravating about this, the the final part of the scene is that Todd is right when he says, look, this girl needs a father and you are not here because like mother's milk has. Look, I know he has his own trauma in his past that he's dealing with, with his grandfather being killed by soldier boy uh, and that giving him OCD. But like, I, I don't know, dude, you you walked out on your daughter again, again to just go do the thing you felt you needed to do. Yeah, that's not what good fathers do, I would say. Yeah, but Todd's running his mouth reckless. <laughs> I know. He's like, sure. yeah, that's that's some uh, that's some heinous shit to say. Somebody's got to under the circumstances, especially I'm sure he knows a lot of his background um, yeah, and why I, this I is, a so. you know, just just like cozying up to any kind of soup would be bad news, let alone this, this Homelander guy. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's a good scene, though. All right, Homelander finds Starlight in Vought Tower uh, after she's, well, I mean, while she's stealing the V, she's got it um, on her. And he tells her that she's going to go on TV and recant all of her lies. And she refuses because she's not scared of him anymore. 
and Homelander threatens Huey, and then Starlight reveals she's been streaming their entire conversation live on her social media. And Homelander is caught completely off guard by that. I always love these reactions where when the abuser's caught red-handed on the record, their first thing is mm-hmm. outrage at the betrayal of the revealing of the abuse. Right. You, you know, know. We're not supposed to record over running lines. Come on. What, yeah. Starlight. Like this isn't the way, this is the way family treats, uh, you know, this isn't the way. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, pretty maybe, transparent. Maybe the reason I love that my two favorite characters are Butcher and Homelander is because of how they can contort their faces. Cause man, I've seen Butcher do some crazy shit with his face even this season, but Homelander gives him a run for his money in this scene when he is caught and he's like trying to smile, but he is so angry uh, and so surprised that it is not a smile. It is just a whole face contortion. Yeah. He's so good. He's, he's great. And all the, and all the shit he's saying is probably stuff that's not going to play with his base. I think that's his real problem is that this woman said that, you know, he's small and he's weak and he's afraid and also, he's murdered uh, uh, a hero, um, and then he admits to to threatening a civilian. Like it's, I, like I said, I'm I'm always amazed at how people can spin their way out of these things. And like the, it's the defense of like, well, they betrayed a confidence. This was all. This was a. This was a private a family match, but it works. It works because right. like one of the worst things you can do within a trusting situation is to betray that trust and like. It's the first thing that people can jump on with like, well, this shouldn't have been like, you know, if we'd have gotten a full context or we have seen with Starlight or, yeah, maybe he's doing that. But like mm-hmm. those people are cho- child molesters and whatnot. Like, yeah. What about, uh, what about yeah. it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I like I said, I've uh, it's uh, it, it'll be interesting to see if this is the downfall or if it's going to be something that the, the Homelander base kind of rallies around. Yeah. I mean, she does have a massive social media following. So 190 million <laughs> i mean that's yeah. obscene that's a ton of people it's more than half of americans seeing it mm-hmm. live it's kind of kind of crazy well i mean that yeah i'm sure not everybody was watching it but you know it's right, a lot right. it's a lot of exposure yeah she'll post it on her youtube channel later it'll it'll <laughs> get around mm-hmm. all right soldier boy huey uh and huey mind let's track mindstorm to uh this barn where Huey teleports Mindstorm back to Butcher and asks him to please wake up Butcher so that they can both go home. Uh, offers to take him literally anywhere he wants if he just does this. I couldn't help but notice Huey using the Chris Pratt calming right hand technique. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I see that. Yeah, like, totally. I can't like <laughs> this is so prevalent in media now. It's, it's it's like causing me to go insane. Like I'm seeing it everywhere. Maybe yeah. maybe Chris boy. Pratt. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think Chris Pratt uh, pioneered it, but oh my god, may, I just watched too much Jurassic Park. Or, uh, Jurassic he popularized World. it, certainly popularized it. Yeah, perfected it. Uh huh. He, he weaponized that's the, it. Yeah, you can use it against a crazy mentalist now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, works naked. Works mother naked. <laughs> works he, this this power. Naked. Honestly. Yeah, I'm gonna try it out next time. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. So, someone gets really angry at me in public. I'm just gonna put my right hand out and be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. easy. I see you. Easy there." Yeah, uh, I just got clothes. I, I, I just got really, clothes for both of us. Right. I really love that part of the scene where he's like, "We don't have to do this naked. You know, <laughs> yeah. we, can, we can put clothes on here. I brought some for you." 
Huey's inability to ter- ter- teleport his clothes is. I love it. It still makes me laugh uh, every single time it happens. Yeah, especially because he teleports the other person's clothes off. Right, too. And then, yes, and it's yeah. it's all yeah. It's it's shocking, awkward for everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Butcher relives more of his memories. The one of him leaving Lenny behind with their father, and Lenny eventually gets a gun. And starts speaking directly to Butcher, the the real the Butcher we know in his memories, telling him that he gets everyone killed, and then he blows his brains out. And Butcher wakes up at exactly that moment, and Soldier Boy catches up to them, finds out something from Mindstorm, which we're not sure of uh, in this scene, but we know later on, and then caves his head in. Uh, this scene, still less traumatic than in Falcon and Winter Soldier where the new Captain Captain America beats a dude's brains out with the actual Captain America shield. <laughs> oh, yeah. Symbolically less traumatic? Yeah, just all around. Like, that was, like, <laughs> okay. truly, like, oh, my God, this is uh, this is a, a, a sully, sullying of something sacred. Uh, this guy's just yeah. got a shitty shield. But it, it uh-huh. did make me think of those. Like, and if anything, Disney went way harder. Like, the fucking... Uh, this was a fairly antiseptic uh, or aseptic. I can't know how you pronounce that um, death on the boys, but like they really leaned into it on the Disney plus show. Like that shield was dripping with blood and gore at the end of it. Yeah. This um, one, there's, there's a bag over the head, so it's not yeah, seen in quite the detail. Almost sure. tastefully done <laughs> compared <laughs> to standards? the Disney yes. shit. Yeah. Um, this, uh, I mean, this, uh, what, what Lenny's doing here, it's like, you've killed everyone you've loved, me, Becca, and you're gonna, and the one person who's tried to keep from becoming a monster, you've drug him down to his level. It's amazing how brutally effective this is and how it doesn't even matter five minutes from now. Mm-hmm. It's going yep. to completely be swept away because for, for his single-minded focus on revenge. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's sad and chilling. And Butcher uh, does really like we we've seen him do unhinged work before, but this is really good. Uh, you know, him pleading with his his past self to stay and to not abandon his brother and not getting mm-hmm. killed uh, uh, is pretty effective. Yeah, you rarely see Butcher um, emotionally compromised. It happened with Becca a time sure. or two, uh, but that's about it. Makes you think, what would happen if something happened to Huey? Uh huh. All right, we're back at the Legends house where the crew is thinking about their experiences. Uh, Butcher gets a call from Starlight who says the tip V is lethal at three to five doses. He promises he'll tell Huey, but of course he doesn't, telling him instead that they're going to get more of the tip V and finish the job. Another great scene by Urban because his facial acting here where you clearly see him have a moment of clarity and he knows absolutely what he's doing is wrong, even by his standards. And he does it anyway. There was that moment. What was it? Is in season two early on, maybe um, where he was on the phone with Becca, maybe. Yeah, he definitely. He definitely. I forget what it was. A promise about uh, that 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 he was going to make about Ryan. Yeah. And you're right. It's a very similar moment where he's doing something that he, even by his moral code, recognizes as evil and wrong. Yes. And he's going to do it anyway because. Mm -hmm it's getting in the way of something that he wants last season. It was getting Becca back and keeping her safe this season. It's killing Homelander. 
or it might have been payback for the vastly subpar fish and chips from Long John Silver's. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. One of the two. That's what it's like, this fucker trying to pass us off as fish and chips. It's the V for you, boy. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> See if your super stomach can handle that fish and chips. Yeah, people from the UK don't go to don't go to Long John Silver's. I, I don't know that I've ever heard Long John Silver's name mentioned on a television show. Are they the I almond used- joy of fast food? <laughs> they absolutely are. Because I'm not down with this one. I stumped for, I went to the bat, went for the mattresses, to the mattresses for almond joy. Oh, I'm not doing it. Diametrically opposed, I'm- man. I, as a kid, I, I went to Long John Silver so much. I, my my dad would come home with their fucking ten piece chicken fingers. Sure, yeah. We, the whole what family the fu- was you're, feast. You're eating. You're eating. I'm eating foul? The chicken. Well, that that's why you like it so much. You should try their main dish, dude. I yeah, did. Yeah, anyone like anyone can fry chicken. It's the, yeah. the they they really murder cod and shrimp. That's the <laughs> uh to think you know about. How the, the the true treat of Long John Silver's is the crunchies. It's the pieces of batter that they dump into whatever dish you get that are like a, a side they're a side on their own you can request the 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 cholesterol bombs yes you can yeah um, God, I and, love I, those. I, and, and while we're praising long john their hush puppies are pretty fucking good not bad not bad not the seasoning bad. on those is pretty good it's just a damn I, I just weep at the metric ton of biomass extracted from our oceans that went through long john silvers it's a shame because they really yeah. should just stuck with chicken and uh, hush puppies right Th- thematically though i feel like they couldn't we got a better uh we got a better more ethical chick-fil-a but we got long john mm-hmm. instead all right let's move on starlight continues to call huey who is not answering because uh, he teleported away from his phone at some point apparently uh starlight gives kamiko compound v and frenchie administers the shot and then kamiko gets her powers back just immediately heals up yep and it's like I, we were wondering when the, like Victoria Newman shot up her daughter and her back started doing all that weird pebbly stuff. Like, was that indication of like a power she's getting? It looked like that's just V. That's what mm-hmm. Kamiko did, too. So, yeah. So uh, I wonder when they're going to get the back. Of that, right. Yeah. That's one of those submarine plots that she's uh-huh. she's uh, maybe she's hanging out with Stan Edgar off uh, in the wings. Doubt it. Yeah. Unless unless stands behind this whole thing, maybe I, I have a I have there's something been tickling. I haven't figured out all the moving pieces, but I I'm I'm getting I'm growing certain that Stan is going to step out of the shadows at the end of the season and and show that he has actually manipulated everything that Victoria Newman turning against him was actually helping him out in some weird way. And that this was him taking all the pieces like uh, uh, Soldier Boy and Homelander and the old payback team off the table so he could have his own more controllable, stable brand of heroes that he could keep. That's 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 one of my guesses. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I can't connect those dots for you, but the show might. Me, me either. And then final scene here is Homelander getting a call from Soldier Boy who tells him, I am your father. That's yep. it. And like I said, I'm I'm guessing, I, I said, I looked up 715 County Highway to Aldrich, Minnesota. And it's it's just in the middle of nowhere. There's a house if you go on Google Maps, Street View, uh, uh, you know, a quarter mile up 
Um, but but yeah, it's just a it's just an empty place in, in Minnesota that they probably don't want a whole bunch of people going and bothering anybody there. Um, but yeah. it'd be a great place, a great out of the way place to hide a super kid. Be a great place for a, a safe house. Yeah, I mean this this scene here, the way they end this is kind of one of the things that sealed me thinking this was a weaker episode because um, a it's it feels cliched, but also it feels far less dramatic than some of the stuff they could have done. And they just like, it just ends there, you know, as if this was supposed to be the big shocker. And I just wasn't as shocked by it as the episode wanted me to be, but. Oh, really? I Cause I but, was like, I didn't see it coming. Um, you're right. Yeah, it's like, I, a, I didn't see it coming either, but it's like, okay, I've, I've seen this many times before mm. as the big reveal. So let me ask you this. Cause the reveal maybe is not as interesting as the implications. Do you think that soldier boy is telling the truth about the shame of it is if they had, if they kept me around, I of course would have let you eventually take the spotlight. What father wouldn't. I don't know. Nothing I've seen from this guy tells me that he's an upstanding citizen or father, but who knows? I've never seen him interact with a child, so. I agree. I think he's manipulating Homelander. Yeah. Uh, And I don't think he gives a shit about his uh, having kids or he's never like we had that scene where Homelander was talking about how he used to fantasize having kids with Maeve and how perfect they'd be and what a good father. Like I've Soldier Boy has like in, in fact uh he just jerked off into a cup where homelander actually had sex with becca do i remember that remembering that correctly that they um i can't remember i mean it wasn't it was is it was, it, was, it was rape but i and I, I wonder if that's another like opposite of crazy being still crazy like well yeah. instead of being a v2 baby uh, there was going to be like a real mother involved that was going to nurture him. And like I said, the details are horrifying, but I, I wonder if that is another indication of the opposite of crazy, still crazy Vought approach. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it certainly has echoes of the Maeve stuff, right? Where he's talking, I'm going to harvest your eggs and create super babies from them. Uh-huh. Well, he himself is basically a product of that. It seems. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because so, it wasn't done. Uh, I mean, that's weird. Because like his soldier boys, like uh, genetic experiments, maybe jerk off in a cup. All right, here you go. Sure. Like it didn't what give much thought to for? that genetic. Yeah, no, yeah experiments with genetics. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know. There's a lot to like in this episode, but yeah, this final note didn't do it for me. Did you, Did you notice there's a? The, the, you didn't. There's no fucking way you notice there's a post credit scene. No. No, there is the only way. The only reason I did is because I let the credits play because I wanted to see who the animated uh, uh, Bucky uh, Bucky Beaver was. Uh-huh. And then when I got that answer, I just let it play out. And then after the credits, uh, all the animated characters from Black Noir's Vision come out on to like a stage and take a bow. It's like a fifth, five, six. Oh, it's, okay. it's nothing. But I just wanted to point it out gotcha. in case anybody else saw it. It's worried I missed something important. Nope. Uh, so I guess that'll do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have feedback for us, you can leave it at our department of Homelander security email box, DHS at baldmove.com. That's DHS at baldmove.com. We'll be back uh, with a separate feedback show to consider your feedback, uh, either going into the finale episode, or we might save it for uh, a wrap up after the fact, uh, depending on again, the, the timing and how much uh, feedback we get. So, DHS at baldmove.com. Give us your thoughts. 
We'll be back next week for the finale episode. Grandfather, father, son, square down, I think. Square mm-hmm. hoedown, square dance. Things sure. are going to be square. Things are going to be down. It's going to be awesome. We'll see if I'm right. Uh, until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jim. See ya.